1: We are a proud member of the Geek Collective, and age of radio network. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and you are listening to the House of Indy Podcast. All right, in this episode, it's going to be amazing because I have my good friend, Adam Barnhart. How's it going, man? It's going
0: a. Eh? Okay. It's, it's hard to match your energy at the moment.
1: Um, yeah, it's good, man. How are you? I have to be, I have to be like extra dude. Cause if you, I don't, you're you're bringing the energy and I'm just like, eh, man, you're like, uh, well, you, ju- you told me that you're like working off of two hours of sleep. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to wake you up, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. What well, with everything that's going on, plus it's, uh, I don't get that much sleep the way it is. Cause I, I don't know. I just never have, but, yeah. uh, watch, on uh, doom watching the news. Plus, um, yeah. I've got some projects in the works too that I'm trying to crank out and, yeah. and be as start the year off as productive as I can be. And that just kind of ground to the halt the past couple of days. And it's, it's impossible to get anything done, but I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get these
1: pages written and. That's all I had. At least you've got a good start to the year, man. Because that's all you can say, right, about that. So let's let's tell a little bit about everybody about yourself here. Um, you are the famous Adam Barnhart, the one, who, the creator behind. Not yet. Not <laughs> no, dude, yet. It is absolutely true because you make you created one of my favorite books from Scout Comics, which is. The shit show, I don't know if I want to say it, but whatever, shit show, uh, dude, fantastic book, number one, uh, it's been out for quite some time now, last time mm-hmm. I talked to you was on my other show where the book hadn't come out yet, we got to read a mm-hmm. preview copy of this one, and now that it's out, man, how how are you feeling? Good.
0: I just totally realized I've talked to you on three different shows now.
1: Yep. That's that's why. Jeez, man. How many
0: shows you got? How many podcasts you got? Dude, you I've, got you got <laughs> I've got way too many. I've got way too many. I'm like, wait, then you <laughs> have one with Silver Brian too. Yeah, so, I've got yeah, way too yeah. many. So <laughs> the
1: so the one with Brian is a part of this show. So um that's it's just kind of like a little mini spin off of this show uh and then we do two scout geeks and then dude you I I also have a few other ones that I don't really mention because they're on hiatus um but because my other partner on another show he's doing a handful of other things but we're talking about you man right <laughs> so how do you feel now that this book is out there and in your people's hands
0: it's a relief man it- part of me is relieved and it's cause I mean, it, it takes forever to make a damn comic book, you know, just <laughs> one issue. It takes so damn long, Right. but we got it done and it hit shelves. And, and the, the work goes on. I, I'm pretty impressed with the response so far, as far as I know, I mean, it wasn't like an instant sellout or anything like that. So that's um, kind of a little disappointing. I, they, they talked a little bit about the pre-orders numbers and stuff like that. And that just blew all my expectations the way it was. So, um, I mean, I'm writing the story to tell the story and, and I don't want to get into the, the business aspect, um, of it too much. Cause I, you know, I fully intend to set out and and tell whatever I want to tell. Um, you know, unless it just becomes a disaster and they somehow pull the Cancel. I'm not sure if creator-owned books can get canceled. I don't know. I <laughs> oh, suppose no. we'll see. I mean, uh, but no,
1: it's I guess. it's been gr- great, man. It's um, at least you could take it somewhere else. You know what I mean? You can take uh, it all right. on your own. I mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, it's whatever. You know,
0: we I have certainly have plans, and if people buy, I mean, like I said, I, I'm impressed with everything's going on. It's just yeah. a such a damn relief having it, having it come out. It's weird. Um, people's text me pictures of the book on ebay and it's weird to have something <laughs> you made not only getting purchased but then subsequently resold yeah on the second market i saw someone has our the our, our christmas variant up or the mm-hmm. christmas flip book up yeah um someone already sold something with my autograph on it which is just insane They has gotta
1: be weird first off <laughs> yeah like well
0: i i still don't, it's still weird having people ask to to sign their stuff i had someone Um, this afternoon, ask if they can send me um several books to sign. I'm like, nice. I mean, if you want, it's just that (laughs) I haven't gotten into the the creator mindset. You know, it's it's a lot. It's major imposter syndrome, still, man.
1: I feel, man. I feel you. I understand that a little bit. So I, I I don't. Yeah, it's it's
0: imposter syndrome. I'm not sure if I'll ever get over that. You know, I mean, (laughs) the book's out there and in the wild, and it's like, man. I actually really create a comic book, career or not? You
1: know? So have have you found your book out in the wild yet on your own? I have not, man. I I live nowhere. <laughs> I, I live in the absolute
0: middle of nowhere. Um, the closest store um, is in Fort Dodge, Iowa, and I've been there. Um, I saw it there because they informed me they ordered it and they wanted me to come in and sign their copies. Nice. So I did that much. Um, But me personally, I I haven't seen it. That's the only store I've been in. I'm Mm. totally trying to still avoid public and people (laughs) and all those things at the moment. I was like that pre pandemic. So I'm certainly not going to uh, go buck wild, you know, in, in a pandemic. Uh, But I've had dozens and dozens of people text me stuff and, um, at me and Twitter and things like that. People, uh, it's just weird, you know, having coworkers yeah. or having friends or having family members tag you and something on Facebook. And say, "Hey, look what I found at the store!" And I'm like, "That's pretty badass." But no, me personally, <laughs> I have not gone into like a random store and and seen it on the shelf. Hopefully, someday, uh, yeah. soon, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I um, yeah, it's just it's so much easier when you're in rural Iowa to get stuff. Online, I guess. Yeah, um,
1: that's, that's awesome, we, man. So, so before we go on a little bit more, uh, tell everybody, uh, just a quick little log line of Shit Show for them, real quick.
0: Shit Show is a story about drum carnies with superpowers. It's it's R- Richard McCoy, who is the superhero, the uh, the star, the Captain America, the Superman, the head honcho, and, and he's fallen on hard times because of reasons. And this story fall, you know, features kind of his fall from grace, and and what he does now. He he runs the circus, or, or more accurately, he kind of <laughs> lends his name to the circus while his kids <laughs> run the circus. Um, that's that shit show. It's a mess, and it's it's the take on a you know the 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 Superman twist take. Um, that's that's kind of the story I, I wanted to set out to do, and I think we we accomplished a, a legitimately fresh take mm-hmm. on that that hasn't been done before. And um, it's been a blast to write. It's been a blast to develop these characters. Um, and yeah, man, it's it, nothing beats being able to get excited about something and work on it. Yeah. You know, you, like like you mentioned the the school stuff and stuff. It, the, mm-hmm. no, nothing beats you know whether it's creativity, you know, creatively or or something else, you know, if you like something if you have a passion for something yeah. and you dive in and just work on it, you know, if you're doing hobbies or crafts or if you're you're sewing or if you're drawing or if you're collecting comics or if you're collecting sports cards or if you're collecting weird stuff you buy on ebay or people's hair or whatever you know if if you're like super <laughs> no. passionate about it <laughs> not, nothing not uh, <laughs> nothing beats it send me send me two bucks and i'll send you a lock of my hair if oh, it's no, there i'm not kink shaming you know i'm not gonna kink shame anyone.
1: Don't, don't say that dude not to this group of listeners they will probably is, do it
0: <laughs> uh but no it's nothing beats uh, if you if you love something um nothing beats just just diving in, and, yeah. and 2020's has certainly been a year where escapism um, mm-hmm. is probably beneficial for for most people. You know, I mean, who doesn't want to separate themselves from reality a bit? I'm not sure if that's <laughs> right or wrong or, or whatnot, but that's why we consume entertainment, right? That's why we watch yeah. movies, that's why we watch TV shows. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we want to see Baby Yoda and, and the Mando and, and Boba yeah. Fett blessed bad guys away
1: because and 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 that is like almost a perfect segue because not only are you a comic book creator you also have a job where you talk about all these this really cool pop culture Mm -hmm. uh you you obviously i don't know if you are able to tell anybody where you work but let us know what you do man yeah i mean yeah i
0: I write for comicbook.com and whatever is associated with that you know it's movies and tvs and comics and Mountain Dew and chicken nuggets and <laughs> all sorts of stuff we, we get into as of late, you know, it's, uh, the McRib. <laughs> McRib yeah. The McRib is big news. I tell you what, McRib <laughs> and Krispy Kreme. That's, uh, that's the big news. What else? Mountain Dew just released their first permanent flavor. Oh, yeah. yeah it's uh, yeah. Or not the first permanent, fl- but their first permanent flavor in 10 years. Wow. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's the day job. And, and that's, uh, it's exciting. I, yeah. I mean, I have zero complaints, <laughs> you know, that would I mean, be it's,
1: a fun, fun job, dude. Just be sitting there talking about pop culture all day long. That that's why I do these podcasts, man, because I, I mean, want this to be my job, you know? So right. <laughs> well,
0: it's, yeah, it's, that's the thing. It started off as a hobby. I started off as a, as a volunteer on a website. Just because I like the MCU, you know, I was loving watching these movies and I'm like, man, it'd be cool to kind of get into the nitty gritty and behind the scenes and the news and see how they're made and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I started just writing for free um, on an MCU based website and um, it just went from there. I started with another website that was freelance that they actually paid for the articles and I'm thought man this is amazing i want to <laughs> chase this high yeah. so i was chasing it and chasing it and i applied for a gig and worked there a couple of years full uh part time and then uh full time gig came up and that's that's a no brainer man
1: yeah dude that sounds like the freaking dream to me dude if i can find something like that i'd be set so yeah dude, man just <laughs> keep at it man just,
0: <laughs> it's but that's the th- that's y- as cliche as it sounds, so I, I just told the story to, to I can't remember who I was even talking to. This week's been a mess.
1: For everybody. <laughs>
0: it, every time, I mean, I, I collected comics the majority of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and even before I, I started putting pen to paper, you know, um, collected comics. And, and, and when I started, you know, you'd go to these conventions and I'm breaking into comics and breaking in and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And and it, it's so redundant. I'm like, man, this, this, this advice is so cliche because every damn panel you'd go to, they'd say, you just got to write. You just got to write. The only way yeah. to <laughs> become a writer is you just got to write. But it, I mean, now I, I see what it is. You just, you just got to do whatever the hell you want to do, man. You just got <laughs> to
1: say it. You just got to write. <laughs>
0: You just got to write, man. You just got to code. You just got to snip the lock out of your, I don't know. You know, it's just, you just do whatever. Let's reverse. I'm not advocating you to cut people's hair,
1: but you know, just do, do whatever you want to do, you know? um unless that's your unless that's your career path because that's that's yes. still a career path speaking of
0: which if that is your career path
1: let me know because i need my haircut um <laughs> i've got yeah, a daughter just, who could do eyebrows man so <laughs> yeah, okay, there we
0: go we uh no just ooh, man if you if you like it just do it that's the thing you'll have to make sacrifices along the way you're not going to get your first gig right out of the the gate and Writing and stuff. This uh, should show my first published comic, but I was doing some short stuff um, ahead of time for starting to at least build somewhat of a portfolio, I guess, mm-hmm. just to have or just to get experience, you know, because even when Shitshow One was released and I read back through it in the print copy, I'm like, man, I would change so much stuff in this. <laughs> you can't do that though,
1: or, man. You can't.
0: I know. Yeah, I can't. It's <laughs> in my hands. I can't change the printed version now. But that's, that's just what I'm saying. Because even yeah. in the two years since mm-hmm. I've actually written the script, because Shitshow Number One was written two full years ago now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, two full years. It's, um yeah, it just progresses so much, mm-hmm. you know. Like, man, I've learned so much, and in,
1: you've progressed in that time, You're
0: right? And, um, so, uh, yeah, man, just just do it and just do something and
1: and go with it. So, and- so let's let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about how you know you how you let's the cliche how you broke in. Uh, so, what what was it that you know got you to just write? So,
0: and that's a, this comes back full circle to the imposter thing. Cause I, I feel it's weird to say I've broken into comics. You know, it just seems weird. I know I have a comic out and I understand that I have broken into comics, but it just feels weird to say, holy shit, I broke into comics. And this is how you can do it. You know, I feel like that's like a Billy Mays here type infomercial or something. Um, I had the idea, man. I, I, I love the show shameless and I, I love obviously with the job and everything, I love consuming media. I love Mm -hmm. watching movies, cinema, um, and and programming on the television and all that stuff. You know, I'm like, man, I want to, I want to write the stories, um, that I don't see, man. Uh, you know, you watch this show and you're like, well, it'd be fun if you tweak this and saw this and that, this and that, and this and that. And, um, for the day job, I was interviewing someone one afternoon Um, Rob Paulson, a voice actor, he does Mm -hmm. Yakko, Animaniacs. He was Mm -hmm. one of the Turtles. I can't, Raph, I think he was on the original Turtles. Okay. Uh, Carl Weezer for all the Jimmy Neutron fans out there. If you watch Jimmy Neutron, Mm um, he's done hundreds of voices. So I'm talking to him and, um, uh, when they're they're starting the Animaniacs reboot probably four years ago or something, and, and he got an invite to come back. And at the, around the same time, he, he was diagnosed with throat cancer, mm. um, wow. which is pretty detrimental for a voice actor, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I'm interviewing him um, about this and stuff. And, um, and it was just a super inspirational chat because the, the stars aligned just so much that he was able to... Uh, get through treatment and go into remission and, and get it all taken care of before mm-hmm. the reboot actually started recording. It was just pure chance because they were going to start when he was diagnosed and he yeah. I mean, he was almost lined up to be the only person not returning because they brought back the whole voice cast. I think Jess Hartnell, yeah, they brought everybody uh, back. Trust McDowell, um the whole voice cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stars just lie. And it was a super inspirational message. You know, I mean, here's a voice actor who got throat cancer mm-hmm. and he made it work you know the, the stars aligned in his favor to um, allow him to do this you know mm-hmm. I I believe in fate you know it's it's a fake yeah. thing it's not karma but it's fate or, or whatnot you know he was destined to to do that job mm-hmm. because he was able to do it and it just came out couple months ago. I was going to say a couple weeks, but I I don't know how weird time (laughs) works now, you know? So anyways, I'm talking to him. It's super inspirational. I'm like, man, I'm not going to take anything for granted. I don't know if I'm going to be alive two years from now or three years from now. So I hopped off the phone. I I outlined um, the whole shit show story that afternoon. I started breaking ground on a script um, and just hit the ground running, man. And um that's kind of how i broke in we we um it's a submission man we submitted to scout comics i didn't have like an advanced deal with scout or anything we Mm -hmm. we pitched it to scout based on the first six pages and and the story and and the scripts i had available and they they brought it on and there is um the
1: break-in story nice and that feels like that's a lot of what creators say when when we talk about hey how'd you guys do start how'd you get in this and they say you know i i just did it i there was this one moment where it was like an epiphany i just need to get it done i need to do it i started doing it and i just continued to do it and i ran with it and that feels like it's an ongoing thing man Uh so that's that's super cool. So now that it's out there, it is in everybody's hands, you are feeling like you're an imposter because you can you you're sitting back saying you you broke in and all this stuff. Uh that's awesome. But what we're gonna do here is we're gonna take a quick break. After the break, we're gonna talk about your creative process, how you actually sit down and and write out those outlines and, and how you script and and what inspires you and things of that nature so let's take that break and then we'll come right back and talk about your inspiration we took
0: it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse
1: carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, and we're back with Adam Barnhart. And before the break, we told uh, everybody that we were going to talk about your inspiration, man. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that. What inspires the famous Adam Barnhart? What inspired? Oh,
0: I'm inspired by it everything man. I, mean, I that that conversation with rob was what what set me on this path you know i've always mm-hmm. kind of had a, a creative and entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit um so i just i, I don't know i like creative style. I mean, it depends on the story you know I, I pull from all sorts of inspirations from creators i like from from stories i like from characters i like mm-hmm. um and that's it you know from shit show the, there, there's all sorts of inspirations you know There there's shameless there's the boys there's there's frank miller was a huge part of jeff lemire's work um black hammer speaking of jeff lemire just yeah. all sorts of stuff that that inspired me for that and then you another project i'm working on it is nothing like um shit show whatsoever <laughs> um i'm hoping to pitch that here shortly um nice. But I pulled inspiration from that. It's it's nothing like I ever imagined I would have wrote. It's this the uh, spookier spookier thriller, almost like a psychological thriller type thing. Nice. That's totally not my mo. No. Um, but this story um, just popped in the head, and I I, I wrote. You know, I, I played with mm-hmm. it, and and I think we're onto something there. Um, but yeah, man. You just kind of kind of find inspiration wherever you can find it, you know, I'm not sure yeah. wherever it is. It's the same reason It's the same reason I sleep by a journal, you know, with a journal yeah. by my bed on the nightstand, you know, I, I always do. Cause I always wake up always, always and jot down. Yeah. It. It's like the J- Seinfeld episode where he jots a joke down and can't read it. Yeah. That's pretty much the, the same thing. I'll just have a bunch of scribbles in my journal. I'm like, Oh, I'm sure that was a really good idea. I wish I could read it. Uh, um, but no, it's yeah. Just, I don't know. That's kind of that. I realize that's totally not a non-answer because I didn't tell you anything about <laughs> how I get inspired. Um, it, it just comes from everywhere,
1: man. That's it's, good it though, comes man. From everywhere and, that's
0: Yeah.
1: So, so, uh, before you, you, you tackled this story here, have you ever written any scripts before or anything like that yeah, so uh, shit show actually started off as a pilot script for TV. because uh, I wanted to get into okay.
0: screenwriting sometimes. So there's, uh, it's horrible and it's barely finished and it's <laughs> not ready. But I mean, I, I initially wrote it as a pilot TV script, and and it changed um, so much from there. And that's the difference between, you know, writing for um, screen and writing for comics. Yeah. With screen, you certainly have to. Think of budget in a much different sense than you think comics. You know, comics, uh, I'm not sure if I'll get like uh, an angry mob on me for this, but I mean, on comics, you still have to <laughs> at least create your own, you still have to think of budgets in, in the terms of pages, right? So, yeah, oh,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, at least with Shit Show, that's why I didn't want to write five, six issues because making creator own comics is, is expensive, and that, yeah. that's why I wanted to to do shorter, more contained pods. I call it pods, volumes, whatever the hell you want to call it in mm-hmm. a three issues is structure like a movie. Um, so that's, that's kind of the budgeting for comics, but films is a lot different because you can, that budget for comics is the same no matter if it's a street level daredevil story mm-hmm. or if it's an event space cosmic space opera. Um, with all sorts of special effects and stuff, whereas you have to pay for those visual effects mm-hmm. in, in film and television, right? Yeah, um, so I, I changed it. It, w- it was a very, it was much more grounded when I, when I envisioned it as the pilot, um, for television, and uh, so I changed it and introduced a 30 foot tall, three headed demon and all sorts of powers and, and and things of that nature. So that's um. You know how I actually started developing. Um, you, did I, I totally forgot the question? Did you want to know like the process of it, or what was your question again? I totally went
1: off. It, <laughs> You're good, man. No, no that 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 was perfect. That was perfect. So, so when you were, you know, this definitely feels a lot like a TV show. Like when I read it, I was like, "Oh, this would be such a good TV, like a live action show. Mm-hmm. How good would this be?" And and now I want it, man. Now that you said that, you started off writing writing as a script. I'm just like, I need it now. I, like so, everybody out there from Scout, I know you guys listen because they do listen to this to the show. I need this, <laughs> so I hope
0: so, man, yeah. Let's let's get it's. It's so ripe for 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 multimedia. It's so ripe for film or television, man. And that's oh
1: yeah, it feels like
0: it. That's my that's probably my ego talking. But I mean, it's no, culture, not at all. Christ. Netflix just um, released a TV show. What's it called? This is or the end of the effing world, but it's not effing. It's the f bomb word that I don't want <laughs> to say as a guest on your podcast. <laughs> You're good, man. You know, but. Um, yeah, man, let's talk. If if Steve is yeah. listening to this uh, podcast, you know, hit me up, Steve. Let's, yeah,
1: yeah, let's man. Do let's...
0: James Cameron, Chris Nolan. What? Who's gonna win an Oscar with my IP? Let's <laughs> let's uh...
1: let's do it, man. It, it it definitely feels like like it could be an amazing story for for film. So uh, let let's get in a little bit deep, man. Let's. So how how does a how does a Adam Barnhart start a script? Like, what do you do? I know you said you already, you, you grab a journal, you jot things down. So what it, does it look like when you're sitting down and and busting a script out, man?
0: So this isn't, uh, this isn't full or anything, but I buy these journals in bulk and I realize this is a podcast, so I don't know why I'm holding it up, but it's an 85 <laughs> journal um, and I buy them in bulk and it has grid paper on the inside, no okay. lines or anything. Yeah. Um, it, depend, if I, it depends if I'm doing a sh- in-universe thing for shit show or a new series. Mm-hmm. Either way, the first page, I, I enjoy character-driven stories mm-hmm. more than plots and, and MacGuffins and things like that. So the yeah. very first page I'll do, um, no matter the idea, I'll list down the characters and defining traits and maybe references, you know, if okay. I like this actor or this actress or or this character from other stories or this character, you know, just mm-hmm. to get an idea the in my fullest. mind who, yeah, you know, who who I want how not only how I want them to look or act or whatever, but you know, traits and things like that. So once I get the character page done on the first page, um, you know, I'll start fleshing it out with a log line and stuff and a log line and a okay. synopsis. Um, just for the process, and then I'll write what I call a treatment. Um, I kind of probably do it through this reverse. Um, I'll, I'll do a treatment. I'll write out the whole story, beat for beat. Mm. You know, John Doe does A on Planet X, and so and so and so, and he kills so and so, or he throws so and so in jail, or mm. or he loses the so-and-so. so and so. So I just do beat for beat. Full spoilers, everything. Obviously, I'm writing the story, so it's just beat for beat. Yeah. And then I'll take that treatment, which is usually, I don't know, word count or something like the journal pages. It's usually two pages per issue. Um, kind of prosy, you know. Okay. Um, and then it goes from from the treatment, then I outline it. So so how I outline is you do issues, and then, then you do, depending on the pages, you do one page per line just page one um, and describe it page one legend punches so-and-so in the mouth or it's probably more general than that even mm-hmm. legend slash fight and then page two and three splash page of legend fighting bad guy or, or so-and-so so I'll go through down and one through 22 and just just write out the scenes or yeah. whatnot based on based on the treatment. And then from the outline going page to page, and then I, I do the scripts. I, I do the, the scripts and, and the dialogue separately in two separate documents. I, um, I mainly do the outline first. I, I know for a fact, this is reversed because I've seen how some <laughs> other people do it. Marvel writers. And I, and I know I do it completely ass backwards, <laughs> but I do pretty much beat for beat and in the layouts and the panels and everything mm-hmm. first. And I'll go back through and do a dialogue in a separate document. Obviously, if I if I'm thinking dialogue and stuff like that, I it's either in the treatment or, or, or I write it as I write the the panels and stuff like that. But for the most part, I get everything panelled out and stuff, then go back in and, and fill in the the dialogue and stuff, which I type in a, in a separate document to yeah. uh, to help out, and, and um, that's that's pretty much my. My writing process, you know, the dialogue and the captions and the actual words that show up, um, obviously, is very integral to to the whole thing. So it's kind of like uh, when I'm writing, writing, you know, writing, fleshing yeah. out the script. It's hand in hand, you know, one on one on each screen and and doing this. You know, obviously, you have to have the scene play out and you know, play out in your your mind beforehand, and and what what Legend's going to say or what Balam's going to say. And what have you, but that's, uh, that's the process. So yeah, it's ideas, just writing down ideas. Um, hopefully legibly. So you you can go back and (laughs) read my handwriting's the worst, but I just feel like I get more done if I write because doing with the computer screens is I get distracted too easily. Um, well, yeah, I have dozens of these little journals floating about my abode and it all, Starts there I'm thinking about doing one Like in a giveaway for a kickstarter that I have Coming up uh,
1: That would be real cool that would really really Be really cool actually I would Love to open up a book and and see uh, Inside The mind of Adam Barnhart and his process It changes so
0: much you ask I was watching it uh, I can't Remember it was a scout creator I can't remember If you were interviewing him or what But they were Very um, dedicated to Sticking to an outline and my out. <laughs> if you look through the journals, it's insane because I write the treatment, and I write the right. outline, and it changes between those two steps. Maybe I tweak a scene or mm-hmm. actions or something, and then between the outline and the script, it changes a little more. So I'm editing myself. Um, but yeah, it's just a growing evolution. I, I'm not super super stuck on my outlines, I guess. Um, and then there's revisions and stuff. There's. Um, the story i have in line for shit show 2 i went through four different drafts so it's just kind of and they're all completely different so we'll have to uh we'll have to see which one actually shows up man awesome. i don't know yet
1: <laughs> that's awesome though man all right man let's uh let's gear down here a little bit um so it, uh, you said you're working on some more stuff are you are you able to you know give us a little hint on what you're working on here? Uh,
0: let's see if I can. Uh, I can't do a visual. I could do it for your Patreon supporters. Um, no, so the the second project, I'm going to pitch it to, to publishers by the end of the month. Um, it's, as I've said, I, I grew up and moved back to small town Iowa, so mm-hmm. it's kind of my homage to um, just little bitty rural towns where... You do something and someone knows within 30 seconds, you know, if I ever got in trouble in high school, my mom would find out before (laughs) I had the chance to tell her, you know, that type of, that type of stuff. I didn't get trouble, trouble.
1: Yeah, I lived in a small, small town, just like that. Like (laughs) if I was riding my bike around or hanging out with my friends on my skateboard, my mom knew where I was before I got home. (laughs) Exactly. I, I and she asked,
0: about. what were you doing walking on this road? I'm yep, like, how the hell you know I was know? walking on <laughs> 8th Street? Like, yep. what the like, hell?
1: Like, what are you but doing? <laughs> exactly.
0: No, so it's kind of my nod to that, and it, it adds um some stuff to that. It's um I intertwine some like mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, and intertwine some um Horror a little bit and it's just kind of spooky and unsettling yeah. and disturbing um, interdimensional type stuff yeah. as well sounds, um,
1: it sounds very similar to something that i have in my head where i wanted to write a story about my like my background where i le- lived and and grew up in a small little town very similar to that And it has a horror element. It has a spooky um, kind of uh, not interdimensional, but it's kind of like that. It's very supernatural. So I (laughs)
0: that's uh, so. And that's the thing. I realize now that after I explained it, it sounds like Stranger Things, but it's not. It's not really inter. (laughs) It has to do with time. Time's the main component here. It's it's super. So it's supernatural, but there's the explanation is time and that's, that's uh, not a spoiler because that much is evident from page yeah. two. I think it is.
1: Oh um, man. It's, it sounds good already, man.
0: So we'll see. So that's, uh, I, I'm pitching that and you know, man, the shit show world's ever expanding. They, they mm. always say, start small with comics, start with uh, anthologies and start mm. with short stories and anthologies, but I can't start small, man. If you're <laughs> going to tell some, just, just do it. So I'm uh, I'm doing I'm trying to do this this universe that I have I have so many scripts and I've probably gotten twenty five scripts mm-hmm. now by various shit show stories and yeah. ideas. The main shit show nice. story I want to tell clocks in at like sixteen scripts or sixteen issues. Okay, um, which is kind of like the, the complete thing and spinoffs and spinoffs and and other stuff. There's this super awesome dope ass space story i want to tell that oh. that's I'll be uh pitching that um hopefully shortly to um oh, we'll see man the issues 2 and 3 of Chichel volume 1 come out um march and april awesome. cuz of scouts um yeah gap or whatever you want to call it i don't want to call it delay um but the gap um then yeah, yeah. may 1st i am watching uh shit show adjacent
1: Kickstarter
0: oh so, well, I'm not so sure sweet. if we've even talked about that
1: no we haven't man tell us a little bit we got st- we still got about five ten minutes let's talk about that
0: uh no it's just a it's a little anthology type stuff that I've been sitting on. so what I intent or originally intended to do as you guys have if you've read show one there's mm-hmm. the killer bears short story in there so what I intended to do was to follow up um each, main volume with a short story that expanded the world. Okay. Then I got to thinking and um, I just kept doing these short stories and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like tests, you know, you, you get artists on board and you can write the short story and you're only invested in four pages with, Mm -hmm. with this creative team and stuff. Um, See how you work with the artists and if, if they'd make better on a longer story or something like that. Um, so instead of doing each, um, issue, we did issue one with killer bears, um, who will return in the space story, mind you. Um, we decided, I decided to just, uh, compile those because I had, um, one for two and three already all done. Um, and then I had like four laying around as well. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just do this anthology type thing. So that's, uh, that's coming for May. It's pretty much virtually done at the moment, um, but we just have to wait until Shit Show Three comes out. But that is that's, uh, awesome. that's Kind of what I have planned for for May. I don't know what the rest of twenty twenty one looks like at the moment, man. we'll see. I have this one short story that it's moving. Not short story, but the the small town story I, I discussed earlier. Maybe that's a twenty twenty one one. Um, we will see. That's It's everything's in the work, man. You you have to have something in the works at all times. So we will uh, see how it goes.
1: Awesome, man. Awesome. That sounds like a whole lot of fun. You'll have to tell me when that's kicking off and we'll, we'll definitely talk a little bit more about that and all that good stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll push it out, man. All right, dude, you know what? It's been a whole lot of fun hanging out with you. We could talk for days, man, because we <laughs> this is, uh, we, we got so much to talk about, but yeah, man, uh, th- th- if you guys haven't read, uh, shit show, you guys got to get out there and read it because it and pick it up. You guys can head over to ScoutComics.com. You can probably still grab your copy and, and check it out. I got to tell you, this first issue is so strong, and it is a, a, a very entertaining. You guys will sit here and read it and be like, I need this as a TV show, uh, because that's what I did the very first time I read it. Uh, dude, I need more. Bring it. Bring the whole universe, man. I'm, I'm ready for it listen just for you i will bring (laughs) everything
0: just just for you i will bring
1: every shit show story to light do it man do it all right dude let everybody know where they can find you find your books and all that good stuff um
0: i am on instagram and twitter at adam barnhart um or you can find uh the shit show page I, i post frequently on facebook
1: um shit show comic it's facebook.com slash shit show comic sweet all right man thanks for hanging out with me adam that was a pleasure it's always been really cool to hang out with you dude uh i wish i just wish that we lived a whole lot closer so we can actually hang out in person De- definitely masked up though <laughs> right, right, right <laughs> and right, socially right. distanced right. but <laughs> it would be a whole lot of fun to, to chill with you dude um dude Thanks for hanging out with me again for like the third or fourth time. It's it's been a really cool. Thanks for putting up with me, man. (laughs) No, dude, we've been trying to get this episode down in the books for so Mm -hmm. long (laughs) that that it feels like it's been too far gone. Uh, But anyway, man, thanks for hanging out. Thank you guys for listening to the house of Indy right here on the geek collective. Next time on the House of Indy, we're going to be talking to Chris Sheehan. He is the artist on Autumnal, and he does all kinds of amazing work. So stay tuned for that one. And guess what? Next week is going to be my one-year anniversary for the House of Indy. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. I began this show January 24th in 2020, and this year has been awesome and amazing. I've met all kinds of great creators, and I am thankful for everybody who has been on the show and continues to be on the show in the future, just like you, Adam. Thank you, guys. Uh, You guys have been amazing. So make sure you guys do that. Head on over to HouseOfIndiePod.com and listen to all the episodes right there in one place. And remember, if you head on over to ScoutComics.com, we have a really cool thing going on. If you head over, grab their subscription box or whatever you want, just remember to put in the code GEEK, that's G-E-E-K, at checkout, and you'll get 10% off. We will see you guys next time. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to The House of Indy. My name is Joey Galvez. I will see you later. Can you say The House of Indy? I'm
0: the House of Indy.